Welcome to a Holy Mess podcast with me, His Holy Mess, Father Paul Hulis. This is a podcast to encourage, entertain, and give hope to those of us who are striving to find holiness in a very messy world. It's also a podcast for all those who identify as a holy mess, like me, hence His Holy Mess. Are we not all in some way, because of our weaknesses and our sinfulness, a holy mess? Yet the good news is that God, who is supremely pristine and pure, entered the depths of our mess and the mess of this world and made it holy. And he doesn't just clean up the mess in our lives, but he redeems it, uses it, and turns our mess into a beautiful message of hope. So tune in, bring your mess with you, and join me for a clean but very messy podcast. One, two, three. Hello, everybody. Yes, if you're watching this, I don't have my collar on. Uh, I just got home from dinner with my parents, my mommy and my daddy. I still call them that even though I'm 40 years old. We just went to um, the River Palm in Edgewater, you know, where we normally go about every five days. No, I'm just kidding. We go there once a year, once a year for very special occasions. And what is the occasion this year? The occasion normally would be to go out for like Father's Day. But I'm leaving for a two-week trip to Alaska tomorrow, so I think this, they were thinking, is uh, the last supper with me before I get mauled by a grizzly bear. Uh, no, Lord Jesus Christ, please help me. Please pray for me, everybody. Pray for me. I'm telling you, uh, I'm going to be the chaplain for this hiking trip uh, in Alaska with a ministry called Into the Deep. This woman named Jen Messing runs a outdoors, Catholic, hiking, backpacking, camping, canoeing, ministry, theology of the body-based, and I'm going to be the chaplain for the trip to Alaska. And I got to be honest with you, I'm slightly terrified. I know I shouldn't have a fear of death. I know I shouldn't, but guess what? I do. And that's what makes us human. So uh, no, no, no. I had a great meeting and conversation with her for uh, two hours the other night. And uh, yeah, I got to tell you, though, man, I mean, I've never been to Alaska before. I'm excited because it's uh, one of the states that I just wasn't sure if I, I would ever get to. I, I want to do all 50 states in my lifetime at some point. And I did drive cross country when I was 20 years old. So I got in a lot of states that way. Uh, and then I'm like, well, the, you know, the two that are going to be the toughest are Hawaii and Alaska. And I've been to Hawaii and now I'll be in Alaska. So I'm excited about that. And uh, we're, we're going to be man, in the the middle of nowhere, hiking, camping. I've been trying to train by <laughs> going hiking and carrying 50 pounds on my back, although I thought it was 50 pounds and it was really 25. So that's going to be an issue. But anyway, so uh, yeah, look, I'm excited. Um, I'm the chaplain. I'm going to be able to say mass every day and have adoration every day in the middle of the mountains, in the middle of the woods. And uh, Jen's been doing this for 20 years. And I was supposed to do a, a trip for her back in 2014. I was supposed to be the chaplain. And I ended up having to back out. And so I'm grateful to finally, I met her on the Theology of the Body Institute in January of 2009. Uh, we were both students on the course with Christopher West. 
and I had heard that she runs this ministry called Into the Deep. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited. It's a it's a retreat. It's an ID retreat, an Into the Deep retreat. And I was just going to go out there for the eight days. It's from July 1st to the 8th. And then my boss, who's like the best boss ever, Andy Schaefer, the executive director of Catholic Cemeteries for the Archdiocese in Newark, he's like, you're going to go all the way out there and just not not like go on an Alaskan cruise or, you know what I mean? You're just going to go out there for a week. So he's like, you know, they, they, they need chaplains for the cruises. So I was looking into the cruise lines and uh, I tried to be, go a chaplain because if you're a chaplain on a cruise, you could go for free. It was too late. It was too last second, but they gave me a really good deal. So then I'm going to go uh, in from in the middle of hiking and camping and backpacking to one week, uh, one way cruise from Whittier, Alaska to Vancouver. And uh, man, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going on it by myself. I'm not really excited about that. I'm sure I'll meet a lot of people. Um, and I don't know, maybe they will need a priest to say mass or whatever, but I'm trying to get my dad to go on it, trying to get my mom to go on it. She has no desire. I feel bad. I'm going to miss her birthday. Her birthday is July 11th. So please pray for my mom on, on her birthday coming up. She's going to be 42. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway, so listen, I don't really have an episode this week in the sense of an interview, but I am going to up upload my homily from this past Sunday. Um, I, it's, it's one of those homilies where I'm just going to be completely honest with you. I wasn't prepared to give it. I don't know if that makes sense to you. There's sometimes where I just believe the Lord truly, truly takes over. And, you know, it, does that mean, oh, God definitely took over? You know, sometimes I think we could say, oh, yeah, you know, that was of the Holy Spirit. And maybe it wasn't of the Holy Spirit. Um, I think this was. I hope it was. I'm a little biased. It's my own homily. Uh, but usually when I when words that come out of my mouth that I didn't prepare or write ahead of time, uh, there's just this I, there's just this you just kind of have to show up and be open to the spirit. And we're living in trying times right now. And I really think that a lot of Catholic Americans, uh, American Catholics really need to hear um, this message. And so that sounds arrogant, of course, but. Um, guess what? It's my podcast. So I'm going to put in the homily that I did. You know what I'm saying? No, uh, I was actually going to interview Jen Messing for this weekend, uh, for this week's podcast episode, but we decided that we're going to do it when we get back because then we'll have stories to tell about our adventure together. And there's just been so much insane preparation going on, uh, for this trip. And this is going to be the first time is since I started this podcast where there's going to be a couple weeks, two weeks without a podcast episode. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, ever since I started this podcast last October, we've gone every single week. Uh, one week we did two episodes in the same week, so we didn't do one another week. But um, so I'm excited about this adventure. I, I, I don't know where it's going to take me or lead me, and I have some fear, but it's an opportunity to completely and totally just surrender to divine providence and, and to his love. Um, thank you for listening to this podcast. If anything does happen to me, I love you all. <laughs> pray for my family. Pray for my soul. Uh, you know, no, pray for all of us on this retreat. And um, listen, God bless you. And uh, see you and talk to you in a couple of weeks. Peace. God bless. Many Catholics, at least in Northeast America, um, 
keep the faith to themselves, see it as something, you know, really personal, and don't really share it too much. Now, there are many people that do, don't get me wrong, but um, this is not, this gift that we have been given is not meant to be hidden. This amazing gift that we have been given is meant to be a light, a guiding light to the world. And you and I are that light. You and I are the salt that preserves the faith and gives it flavor. We are not meant to just come here to leave without it coming forth from our own life, without being a witness to the hope that we have received and given a reason for our hope. Many people, many Catholics, would rather stick their head in the sand like an ostrich than to deal with what's going on in this insane, chaotic world. And I'll be honest with you, there is good reason to be afraid, to be tempted, to just want to hide underneath a, a bushel basket to put our heads in the sand because you stand up for some of our beliefs, they will attack you and come after you 100%. Jesus said this to his apostles. He said, if the world hates you, know that it hated me first. But take courage. Because although you will have trouble in this world, I have overcome the world. We are meant to be faithful to God before any human being or human institution. Jesus says in this gospel today, he said, do not be afraid of those who can kill the body, but who cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. Interpretation right there? Respect and put God first. The one who can give you everlasting life in heaven or the one who can deny us. Jesus said at the very end here, I will acknowledge whoever acknowledges me I will acknowledge to my Father, but to those who deny me, I will deny before my Father. And look, each week the gospel doesn't have the same cozy, you know, comfortable message and flavor to it. Some weeks, the gospel message is more challenging than it is consoling. This is one of those weeks when it's very challenging. There's many scripture passages that we could just focus on on being purely consoling, and that's very important. It's very important. But you and I also have to stand up for our faith. 
We have to stand up for what we believe in. We have to stand up for God's plan for humanity, for his truth, for his joy. Because there are those who are trying to take it away and trying to take away our rights and trying to tell us that we are crazy, that we are racist, that we are bigoted, that we are hateful, that we are condemning and that we are judgmental because we believe in basic, natural, moral beliefs that God has given us in and through his church. So while, yes, we will be persecuted out there, while, yes, we will be uh, discriminated against, it is more important to remain faithful to God and his church than it is to give in to the fear of whoever it is out there. Maybe it's your boss who might punish you or fire you. Maybe it's the internet that may come after you. Maybe it's the government that might arrest you. But even in those or any other situation, it is more important to remain faithful to the gospel and to the teachings of the church than to give in to anyone who can merely just kill the body or arrest the body or discriminate against the body. Our eyes have to be on the prize of heaven and on eternal life. And God will not be outdone in generosity. God will not be outdone in generosity if we carry our cross and remain faithful. Most Catholics are cowards, but we are called to be courageous. We are called to be saints. We are called to be the light of the entire world and the salt of the whole earth. They, they want to indoctrinate our children. They want to change every single thing that has come down from heaven. And if we don't stand up for it, then let them take, let them take your children's education. Let them take the faith as we know it in this country. Evil triumphs when good people do nothing. And most good people do nothing. This is why evil is triumphing. So when we receive the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ in this church, we are called to then go out there and to be Christ to the world. To be Christ. Not to just fit in in society as everybody else, but to stand out, to be a Christian, to be a witness, to be a warrior. Loving 100%, all things with love. But love doesn't just merely mean what our culture is saying it is. Love is not love. God is love. Love is not love. God is love. And if we put God first, then every single thing, everything else will fall into place. The Lord knows exactly what we need. He says in this gospel here that even, 
the hairs of your head, the hairs on your head are counted. Now, if you're bald, don't be afraid. He still knows you. He knows everything, every fiber of your being, and he knows what we need before we even ask. But we have to cooperate with his grace. He provides for the birds in the air, and are we not much more important than the sparrows, than those birds? We cannot do this on our own. Do not try to leave here and say, that's it. I'm going to go and I'm going to change the culture. I'm going to change the board of education. I'm going to change the, the, the government. No, you will, you will be destroyed if you think you're just going to go and you're going to do it on your own will. Our weapon is prayer, the sacraments, the rosary, the grace of Christ, the grace of of God. God will provide. We just need to show up. Look what he did a couple weeks ago when, you know, the um, cowardly, cowardly, wickedly cowardly L.A. Dodgers honored a blasphemous hate group that mocked the sacrifice of Christ, the sisters of perpetual indulgence. Look what God did when thousands upon thousands and upon thousands of Catholics and Christians showed up in peaceful protest, and there was no one there to recognize the hate group. The Lord provides. We don't need to attack, but we need to pray, we need to stand up for truth, and we need to love. See, that was an instance where good people did do something, and the outcome and the fruit of it was seen. The light on that day scattered the darkness that was trying to infiltrate our homes and our children. All they did was show up and pray rosaries and pray together, and God did the rest. Whether it's your board of education, your city council, whatever it might be, your church. There are churches in this archdiocese that are unfaithful to the gospel and the church. And you have a voice. We have to stand together. Jesus Christ said to Peter, I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven and the gates of the netherworld will not prevail. The gates of the netherworld will not prevail. That doesn't mean that our gates will remain firm. It means that we are on the offensive, that we are on the attack, and that we will knock down the enemy's gates. Prayer, sacraments, and the rosary. Remember these words here at the end of this gospel. Everyone who acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my heavenly Father. But whoever denies me before others, I will deny before my heavenly Father. God bless. Thank you for joining me for a Holy Mess podcast. Please see the show notes 
in the description for this episode for more details and information about the topic and or our guest. You will find links and resources there to supplement this episode and help you along your messy but holy journey. Please also like, comment, subscribe, download, rate, review, and share this episode. I want to thank Mike Mangione for providing his song, Can You Love Me Falling, from his album Red Wing Blackbird Man to provide for the theme song of this podcast. Finally, please note that while Father Paul Hoos is a priest for the Archdiocese of Newark, a holy mess with his holy mess podcast is not affiliated with the Archdiocese of Newark in any way, including but not limited to fundraising efforts. This podcast is purely the personal hobby, product, and evangelization effort of me, Father Paul Hulis. Please join us again next time for another holy mess of an episode. God bless. Yeah.